week on Cacti. The adventurers put the screws to the Cerberex and extracted the location of Zeriel's fallen flagship containing the adamantium rods. The potential to El Terrell's liberation. Enjoying a lovely float down the sticks, the heroes find themselves being led by the Imp Balakros into the shadows of a destroy, uh, destroyed by the demon, a sword. Out, uh, sticking out a, a sword sticking out of the ground, a massive flying war machine. As your party reaches the threshold of the large breach in the side of the ship, torn into the flyer, the imp stops, ears twitching as, he, uh, as, a, as a sick sucking sounds wash over you all. No, you didn't just teleport right there. <laughs> Right, so we're basically in hell, right? You all are in Avernus. The arid smoke around you boils. The sun is blotted out because there is no sun here, just a red horizon expanding in all directions. This is hell, the first level of Avernus. Alrighty, what are we? Why are we here? Uh, the amp standing in oh, front yeah. of you, Balacros, turns around. Hey man, come on, try to pay attention. Bell sent you here to get the adamantium rods so you can liberate El Terrell. Alright? Yeah, I don't know how it's all works. You guys are the heroes. I'm just here to lead you to this thing. Right then. What uh, exactly is this thing? I'll go ahead and put you guys on the correct map. So you look up nice. at this thing and you see sticking out of the ground, bubbling up lava around this giant flying machine. This was the former flagship of Zeriel, the Archduke of Avernus. This is good right as any, I suppose. Anyone know how this thing works? No, but given time, nope. I might be able to discover how. Perhaps they have a manual inside. <laughs> Shall we? Um, and kind of stepping forward, Tellus holds out his hand. Uh, you can kind of feel the wind pick up around where his outstretched hand is. Um, in a moment, solidifying in his grasp is this curved longbow, um, seemingly comprised of just wisps of white wind. Uh, and he, he marches forward into the ship carefully. The sucking sounds continues and gets slightly louder as you make your way into the ship. Everyone go ahead and put your tokens on the map, please. And we're going to have oh, everyone describe their characters. I'll do one more blurb about this uh, arrival at the wreck. The towering wreck rises from the scorched hellscape. It looks like a giant sword blade tilted at a 20 degree angle and partially buried underground. Much of it is exposed hull is rusted and torn asunder. Hot wind screams as it tears through the hollow structure and six giant vultures circle above you.
I see two tokens here. I gotta get rid of some of these tokens for the former players. <laughs> uh, deceased adventurers. Uh, pour one out for those guys. <laughs> Brave souls all. Alright. Alright, so who doesn't have a token first. out? Quite a few people. I don't know how to put my token out. Uh, you can just drag it from the um, character menu. On the yeah, side. No, I, I can't get it on the menu for my character. What's your character's name? Quincy. I will give you Quincy a character, Saint John. Quincy. I'll give you awesome. a token. See, let's go to the tokens folder. People really don't like it when I assign them tokens. I usually give them something pretty silly. <laughs> Listen, as long as there's a token... All right, I'm just going to be nice and give you a normal one. I usually give something with tits or, uh, I don't know. Hey, you're assuming he doesn't have tits. Quincy might have tits. You don't know. That's yeah, fair. Don't That's judge fair. his life experiences. <laughs> I just want to say, Silas, he's packing heat. He's got some big old, big old honkers. Because of bazookas. Yeah. Some <laughs> banging badonkadonks, as the kids say. There you go, buddy. You should be able to move that around. Yeah. All right, that all makes sense. Should we just go down the line here? Yeah, go ahead. And uh, you guys don't make it too far into this room here, this first area. Ah, there's nothing here. Yeah, everything's just destroyed at this bottom level, picked over pretty clean, and the sucking sound evolves as you guys make your way inside. From around the corners, you see giant snails with bones, skeletons of their previous victims on their back. These are the bone whelks, and you see five of them coming for you. They moving as slow as snails? <laughs> Uh, are they moving faster than regular snails? They're really slow. They have a 15-foot movement speed. They Proportional to snails. Hostile? They have, like, a bunch of, like, human and uh, whatever race you are uh, skeletons on their back. Oh, no. Um, I was going to quickly draw two arrows. Uh, and these are, these, like, studs that are here. These are, like, benches or what are these? Like this and, and that. Ruined, uh, I'll say it gives you about half cover where you guys are at, but yeah, just ruined equipment. You see different things that if uh, it has no value, just see twisted metal. It's way too loud, sorry. I just want to kill these I things. Imagine, I can't imagine they're here to talk. Draw two arrows and kind of duck behind. Yep, one that, of these yep that's wise. Let's go ahead and roll up some initiative. Notebook. Nice. God, it looks <laughs> like I got the first natural 20 of the game. Oof. Not a good sign. Not for you, but for me. <laughs> 
So we got. Now, if I could get things. To new new work. party, full TPK. Let's go. First yeah. encounter. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. Ah, there's the last one. Thank you, Quincy. Sorry, things don't like to load for me. I mean, I always blame every all my... Uh, it was lag, for sure. No, no, not me. Lag. <laughs> it was my teammates. Oh, wait. <laughs> well, the Bone Welk is obviously going to go first. He is going to move 15 feet forward. He's going to go ahead and try and attack uh, you, sir. Oh, dear. Who's this character right here? I don't recognize any of these tokens yet. It's me. That is our friend Silas. Silas. What are we rolling with here? It's a bite plus two to hit. Sixteen hit you. Sixteen's, uh, 16's not going to do it. No. Right, that's uh, going to be his. Kind of bites at me, and I kind of rolls up, blocks with his bow. The wind bow has, yeah, just come on, that's too defensive. <laughs> the wind bow. Right, and then this one's going to come up and take a swing at you, Lunar Witch. Nat twenty. Mm. Jesus. That's a uh, that's good. I think these what dice might. See? I think these dice are loaded. Cheater! He's cheating! Please take six damage. They're the the weighted. <laughs> That's going to be uh, six piercing damage. Nom, 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 nom. Third Welk is going to go, and then Clementine, you're up. After that, he's not going to quite be able to make it. We'll put him right there. All right, you're up, Clementine. Alrighty. Um... Not quite in the mood to deal with these, uh... Snails, so I think I'm just going to try and... Uh, fireball them. Oh god! <laughs> oh, so, oh, it's 20 feet and all. Oh, this is... Hard to position. Do I have a better tool for this? No, the 20 foot tell. radius, right? Yeah, so it's 40 feet across. Yeah. Well, so you can catch four of them in it? Yeah, that looks like I can get four of them. So they need to make a deck save of 20. Oh, God. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, they all fail. So they're going to mm. take 26 fire damage. 
test fourth level. So, um, yeah, I'll say three of them ignite. And uh, it's like a second where that chemical fire starts to, like, spontaneously combust. Yeah, three of them just immediately die or straight out and are turned into, like, a boiling gasoline fire. It's like pouring salt on a snail that just dissolve. <laughs> Nice. Oh, um, three was that? Just for reference, which three? Say these ones right here. Nope. Well, I'll move up to here, and I'll just laugh maniacally. <laughs> and that's my turn. Good, so you're up. Oh. Well, you see, I'm gonna do something very shocking here. I'm a, a whack with a gray sword. That was. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, I, oh. I'm, I'm shocked. Yeah. Surprised. Go for it. Absolutely shocking. I know. We were, <gasps> we couldn't speak. That's how shocking it was. Oh no! It didn't save all the stuff I added. Oh no! I have this no is equipment. So sad. This is so sad. <laughs> Very sad. <laughs> That guy Very sad. Wait, just... my log sword? But where, oh, damn it, I left it at the end. God damn it. <laughs> no, I, I just spent the last hour... He's put... just standing here completely naked. No, I <laughs> put all my equipment in. I spent the last hour putting it in. And now it didn't <laughs> save any of it. <laughs> I'm sorry about yeah, that. I got, I got the sheet. I got the sheet that says I have everything on it. See what it is. Great sword of sharpness. There we go. You want to roll it up manually, go for it, man. That's no problem. That's what I'm doing. Does 12 hit? It might. These guys are pretty... Yep, 12 is its AC. <laughs> awesome. I'm going to use my a second attack, too. It's a plus 9 to hit. Jesus. Oh, well, you see... Uh, wait till you see what I'm next turn. I'm afraid. Wait, wait till you see my con score. Um... <laughs> you did give us a lot of money, so... Money, 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 money. I had no clue what to spend it on, so I have like four thousand ball bearings. <laughs> they're they're one gold each. At fifty thousand gold, you could have bought. I mean, it's one gold for a thousand. So hey, does a twenty-eight hit? Yes, yeah, so a twenty-eight does hit. Awesome. <laughs> you could have gotten a uh, airship. That's what I was looking at before 50 we million? Buy magic 50 million, items. I think. How much steel is fifty million ball bearings? And say more than a couple. I roll up some damage for that whelk. Fourteen. And then the second attack. And a twelve. I think that's actually its uh, hit point total. <laughs> Twenty-seven. I didn't even get to use the cool sword thing. <laughs> it's got one hit point left. You see it on the edge of death. Awesome. So I get to, for each attack I make with this sword, I get to roll another d20, and if I get a 20, it's 14 damage. What? Nice. Ooh, sword of sharpness. 
Neither of those was a 20. <laughs> Phew. Ah, that bone welka. Size and relief. All right, we are up to uh, Kaylin. Are we? Did I just get skipped? Is that what's going on here? Did I skip someone? I'm sorry. Who's uh, Who did I skip? I got an 11, so I think I'm between those two. Sorry, is my not showing up in the chat for you? My bad. Is this Silas? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and take your turn, Silas. I'm sorry. All right, yeah, sick. You Would you say I'm a, am I in range of, um, or am I like in this one's range, the one that's close to us? Yes. Okay. So you get in range, no problem. Uh, would I be in range of him, like for opportunity attacks? Uh, which is your token? Uh, right here. Ah. It's like there. Yeah, it seems like you're just out of range there. All right, sick. Um, so I was going to like look at you sparring with this snail, uh, nod at you, and then just kind of take off. Um, <laughs> he doesn't want to be close to this thing. What, what do I look like? Some sort of, some sort of frontline fighter. Um, he's going to like combat roll and in, in roll, just draw an arrow and just let it loose at the one in the back sharpshooter. All right, go ahead. Oh my God. Is that an at 20? That's a 14. It's a two. Uh, it's two. Close enough. <laughs> um, so that's going to be 39 damage? Yep. Yeah, you just paste that one uh, you, right through the chest, pin it to the wall. And we're going to go ahead and do this now. Um, so each time you killed one of these bone whelks, as it died, it let out a horrible, squealing, wet shriek. You all are going to take... Is it one or 2d8? 2d8 necrotic damage as these things screech in pain as they die. Total? It's 2d8 per death. Since three, ah, four nice. have died, it's going to be 8d8. That's fun. Okay. Ooh, Good thing I think. got HP to spare. <laughs> Good thing I don't. <laughs> Everyone, please take 39 damage of necrotic. I actually have resistance, so I'm only going to take 20 points. You all see out of the corner of the ship, coming from behind one of the bone whelks that you just killed, a tall, horrible man. Hey, why do you hurt bonies? No hurt bonies! Second attack. Actually. Um, I think you're going to see this guy walking up from behind the corner. Yeah, he screams at you bit. when you kill his pets. Uh, yeah, he's <laughs> like, no hurt, no. All right. Uh, he's going to look at him, draw mm -hmm. another arrow out of his quiver, level it, and just point it straight at him. Raise it back above, a head, back above his head, snap it in his fists. And as you watch him snap the arrow, this kind of wispy white wind pours out of the crack um, and towards this guy he becomes kind of enveloped in this white mist. Uh, I am cursing him. Tax blade curse. Ah. And then we'll pull out a third arrow and just close one eye and let it loose. Another sharpshooter attack. So that's plus, I believe, eight. 
Uh, no, plus four. 19 is his so, AC. Oh, that's that's to that's the hit. Yes. Okay, so I hit him. Perfect. Um, so that plus four, 41 damage. <laughs> the first 37 is magical piercing. The last four is force. Got it. And then with my remaining movement, I'm just going to duck behind one of these. What was the... Um, give that damage distribution to me one more time. How much was... Uh, um... 37 points of magical piercing damage. Got it. And 4 points of force damage. Thank you. It does have resisting on piercing. Obviously not force. And with that, it's... Uh... Oh, do you have any more attacks? Any movement? Uh, that's all. That's all I got. Wonderful. All right. The Baylor is going to move forward. Why you hurt? Why you hurt ponies? No. Nope. 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 Oh, wait. He's got 40 foot speed movement. Ah, oh, just barely able to get to you. Yikes. see this massive guy with a, a giant whip start to reel back and come down on you. Uh, as a reaction, I'm going to use my spell Temporal Shunt. What's that do? Uh, he needs to make a wisdom saving throw or be temporarily shunted to a different time. Oh, no. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Uh, does a five save? No. <laughs> yeah, he disappears. Joke's on you. You just shunted him to, like, our births, and now we're just going to stop existing. <laughs> Goes back in time, just destroys our mom. <laughs> you know, actually, him destroying my mom, she might enjoy that. So, wait, hold on. Coming to the Bone Welk's turn. Hold on, I'm missing someone. Kaylin. Kaylin? Yeah. Your turn. I skipped you. I'm sorry. Okay. Um. Seeing the one in front of me that is almost seems a little weak after the tussle with the barbarian, I'm just going to use Mind Sliver to make an intelligence DC 19. I'm gonna say that fails. So four plus uh, minus two. Yeah, two. Yeah, he fails pretty hard. He fails as hard as a slug can fail. Is that 29 damage? No, I guess that's rolling to hit for something. Takes 3d6. Psychic damage. That would be 10 psychic damage. Got it. 
at any movement on your turn? Um, is it still living? That was the first damage it's taken, so yes, only 10 damage on it so far. On the one right in front of me? Pretty sure. There were two in front of you guys, so you already killed one of them. I thought the other had damage. What, the five? I there were three. five in total, but two uh, made it to your group before you fired. <laughs> yeah, I, I killed three of them. The warlock killed one, so this is fifth. This is the one the barbarian attacked. I thought your city is like one hit point left. Yeah. You guys are keeping me honest tonight. I'll say, um... <laughs> yeah, you know what? Taking shitty notes tonight. Yeah, we'll say you go ahead and kill him. This guy's a pretty uh, weak enemy. If it wasn't going to be this turn, it'd be the next turn. How do you kill him? Uh, essentially, I kind of turn and look at him with my piercing purple eyes, and he just feels the tiny slug frame just melt into a vegetable. Barely had anything Magic. left, and it oozes out his ear holes. Everyone, please take nine necrotic damage as you hear a screech through its circular rows of teeth. Ah, getting funky. So that is the threat removed. You guys are out of the initiative order, and you're back to your own devices. You uh, still feel like this place uh, might be full of enemies, potential monsters, uh, foes of many kinds. I'm going to turn to uh, Death Set. What's your character's name? We never did introductions. My name is Clementine Shortstout. Clementine, right. Oh, Clementine, um, when does he come back? Uh, I have no idea. I did not cast anything on him. I, I oh, that wasn't you. I turned to Kaylin to figure out what was going on. She'd be counting on her fingers, and right as she finishes counting at six seconds, uh, it would reappear. Cool. <laughs> Baylor comes back with a far-off look in his eyes like he'd just been taking to acid and looking at galaxies. Where are my bonies? What you do with bonies? That question? Draw another arrow. I'm ready to blast his his face off. I think it's back to Clementine. Back at the top of the initiative order, back up to Clementine. No, oh, I go first. Okay. Hmm. And he's in melee range with me. Correct? I'll say that you had the opportunity uh, while he was uh, tripping in space to move back. You did have a couple rounds. Well, it would be one round, correct? correct. You, you would have had time to step mm. back. Okay. Uh, I'm going to just say I forgot to do it. I'm just going to cast uh, Shocking Grasp on him. So it's an 18 hit. 19 just hits, but I'm seeing an 18. Yeah, that's why I said 18. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Uh, 18 so just I'm guessing misses. 18 misses. 18 misses, 19 would Doke. hit. His AC is 19. 
So I am going to use my... The fact that my Illusionist braces my cast a cantrip, I can use my bonus action on the same turn to cast it again. So I'm going to just try and shock and grasp him again. <laughs> yeah, that hits. 14 damage of lightning. Here we go. No, oh, yep, uh, resistance to lightning damage. You see, it doesn't have the effect you think it would. All right, well, he can't uh, take reactions until the start of my next turn. And uh, I'll just move over here. All right, we'll say you're just out of range from um, Quincy. I'm going to move up to him as close as I can get, which I assume is right there. Yes, sir. All right, and I'm going to whack him with the great sword again. Whack, whack. Roll the whack. <laughs> 22 hits the shit out of him. That whack. What a whack. Just one hit. damage and I'm going to roll for the extra 14. What kind of damage is that? That is slashing. Thank you, sir. And nothing happens. Just 15 damage. <gasps> oh, Silas, you're up. Alright, Silas is booking it. Doing exactly the opposite of what our barbarian friend just did. Um... As he's running, he's going to notch two arrows at the same time. Um, and you see, as he notches them, the arrow head, like the shaft of the arrow kind of just, as soon as he sticks it in the bow, it just fractures. And you can see binding it together is that same kind of mystical white energy. Um, just now binding a bunch of shards of wood into what would be a shaft. Uh, and he's going to let them both loose at once. Two sharpshooters. Damn. Both miss. Damn it. Wish none of you sharpshooter on a 19 AC, but. <laughs> I was about to say, that's some Legolas shit. <laughs> um, that's pretty much all he can do. Yeah. Right up to a little anticlimactic, but hey, that's D&D sometimes. Galen! Alright. On my turn, I'll pull up my uh orange crystalline ball that's encased in like an iron uh fixing and just kind of mutter some words under my breath and the barbarian will double in size as i cast in large hell yeah hell yeah best spell in the game right there I don't know how enlarge works. Is uh, that all you can do on the turn, or you get to attack too? 
homage is an action, so that I get to Yeah. Understood. There's no benefit to him, it just makes the barbarian bigger and scarier. Yeah. Does that a little extra damage? Advantage on strength checks and saving throws and one for extra damage. Hot, I just rolled up a barbarian. I think I knew uh I think I know something I gotta go get. Though he's level five, so find that with a uh, with powerful builds and get like five tons of carrying capacity. Just throw your enemies out of the ring. <laughs> Finally, I can be the rock. Exactly. Silas, did you go or did I skip you? Uh, I went. I missed both my attacks though, so. Ah, uh, okay. It's quick. It was a quick turn. Word. He's gonna look down at you guys and guns. Everyone go. I feel like I'm skipping someone. Uh, I think everyone went, except for the bad guy. Well, then, let's take the bad guy's turn. No, Bony die. You kill Bony. Oh, shit. 20 and a 22 to hit. And we'll say he's uh, attacking uh, one on each of you. Oh, blah, 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 wow. Well, neither of those would have hit me, so... Mm, they hit Twice. me. Alright, so the second attack is going to be the whip coming down on um, Deathsad. Deathsad, well, what's uh, your character's name? I'm having trouble keeping these straight. I'm sorry. Clementine. Clementine. Down on Clementine. Whip it good. Now whip it. Wait, it's 2d8 slashing plus 3d6 fire. Oh, he he did not hit me. The 22 does not hit you? No. What? <laughs> That's really going to piss him off. He's going to, like, arc his back backward and scream up. Okay, that's, uh, back to the top. Clementine, it is your turn. Okay. Um. Uh, actually, I should look at this I think, uh, since Shocking Grasp didn't quite do the damage I wanted, uh, I'm gonna cast Toll the Dead on him. So he needs to make a Wisdom saving throw. Uh oh. Of 20. 10 does not meet 20. It's a failure. So he takes 20 necrotic damage. <laughs> And I'll just use the braces to let me cast it again as a bonus action, so he needs to make another wisdom save. You! Oh man, them bracers! I have, I have a feeling this is a 15, that also fails! So he takes another 26 necrotic damage. And. Necrotic's adding up fast. Uh, I'm just gonna stang in melee. So I don't provoke an attack of opportunity. I'll move just a little over here in case he has any AoE. And I'll just keep laughing maniacally. Don't be turn. necrotic in energy. You see your friend pouring dark forces into this devil? Yeah, devil. Quincy. Let's see, Let's see if this works. Let's see if this works now. Hey, it rolled.
One of them hits. Nice. Roll some damage. 13. I'm rolling for the extra 14 damage it might give. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that didn't hit it. <laughs> I have a feeling we're and all going to have a party it. when that hits. Because <laughs> that's not all it does. It's just the first thing it's got to do to do the cool thing it does. Oh, man. I'm, oh, I'm excited. That's going to be sweet. Silas. Looks like another round of miss. That's so so low. Oh, so sad the dice gods are being mean to you. Oh no. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Is that the first net one out of all? Might be. Anything else you want to do on your turn, Silas? I think so. <laughs> All right, Caitlin. Not really wanting to wait. to engage directly I'm gonna stay from the distance cast magic missile I'm muted for my whole turn yep cool I'm sure the description was epic. I feel it in my soul. Nine points of force damage. Three darts of blue energy fly into the creature. Nine force points. I got it. Any movement on your turn? No, I think I'm good where I'm at. That makes it the Baylor's turn. I'm gonna need Quincy and who do I have the Fox Avatar for? That, that would be me. I'm Quincy. Oh, Quincy just Quincy. All right, oh. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> okay. I don't know what's wrong with me tonight. I'm, I'm uh, feeling a rather uh, little silly, a little stupid, a little dumb. All right, what are we doing here? Fire aura. 
At the start of each of the Baylor's turn, the, each creature within five feet takes an extra 3d6 fire damage. A flammable object in the area that aren't being worn carried are ignited. That's Can't fun. touch this. So both Quincy and Clementine, please take eight fire damage as the heat pours off this Baylor. Okey-doke. Official, I just dropped below 100 health. <laughs> Same. Oh, you poor guy. You poor guy. 100 health. That's. I feel bad for you, really. Yeah, I need help, guys. Please. Clementine does a 30 hit. Oh wait, 20. Yep, 30 hit you. Uh, yeah, just barely. What? <laughs> That's ridiculous. I'm gonna roll a 30 to hit you. No, you need to roll a 26 to hit me. This. Oh, did you do the constitution thing like I told you? Me? Yeah. Did you what? buff your, your constitution with the with the thing? With what thing? The tome. Oh no. No. Oh, is it okay? It's the belt. Gotcha. I didn't. I didn't get any no. tomes. I'm I'm the belt of dwarven kind. Oh, I, I don't have voices. I'm sorry. Quincy the. Fox guy? Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. So I'm taking he, he's 28. got the belt. Right. It's 13 plus 15, 28 damage. Uh, fire damage for the 15, and then slashing for the 13. Is his weapon magical? Magic weapon. The Baylor's, uh, the Baylor's weapons attacks are magical. Okay, so I don't get any damage reduction. Also, oh, no, that's only for critical hits with the longsword. Wait, no, here's the whip. Please give me a strength saving throw as the whip tries to wrap around you. Kinky. I hate you. It's like my whole body. I'm only like two feet tall, so. There's a 14 save. 14 does not save. You are pulled directly towards the Baylor. Wait, you're right next to him. I'm already not. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he, he snuggles. He's a little, he gets he's a little nice uncomfortably close now. <laughs> yeah, you can he's smell in his your breath. personal space now. Yeah. yeah. You are afraid of getting right in your bubble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, six feet. What the fuck? <laughs> that is going to be the end of the Baylor, sir. And back up to the top, Clementine. Okay, well, I did not appreciate his uh, little stunt. Rude. So, I am going to... Let's... I think I'm going to cast a Blight on him at 6th level. Yikes! So... Big. That's big. So... He needs to make a DC 20 constitution save. Oh, wow. You actually might get that. Rolled a 19 with a plus six. Hell yeah, 25. <laughs> so he takes half damage. God, that's still a lot. 25. Uh, tw yeah, 26. I round down, sir. Okay. Official rules is rounding up. A man yeah. of culture. Wait, really? Official rules are rounding up? 
I'm pretty except, sure. Except where otherwise stated, yeah. There's some abilities that'll say rounded down. No ability says rounded up because default is rounded up. Well, I stand corrected. I will check this. I'm taking it's, a note. It's uh, however you play it. I'm fine. You know, obviously it, it will call. apply to everything. So. I'll round it's it up call. this time. I usually do round down. So okay, in the I'm future, fine with twenty. It's one. Down. Yeah, it's yeah. It's one point of damage. It's twenty-five. I'm fine. All right, I've that. got it. And then I'm gonna use Misty Step. Like a ghost, you bamf away, no problem. It's a bonus action, and that's my turn. Quincy, you see your friend bamf the fuck out of there. I'm gonna rage, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. One v one right here. And the trade I'm going to pick is going to be the um, form of beast tail. Nice. Quincy would grow a um, a spiny tail out of his lower back. And he's gonna take a swing at him with it. Quack quack. Twenty-two hits. Be ten damage. Then he's gonna swing at him with the sword. No, I don't think you have hit. advantage. Yeah, eighteen's nope. gonna miss. And that's where I'm gonna end my turn. Understood, Silas. All right, Silas is sick of his bow's shit. Um, <laughs> he's gonna sigh, knock one more arrow. I'm not gonna sharpshoot this time because full plus seventy to hit. This is gonna cry. <laughs> Why, yes, that hits him. <laughs> um, so you see this kind of spectral, shard-like arrow shoot towards him. Um, it's going to take. 18 magical piercing, 8 necrotic, and you see as it hits him, um, the arrow just shatters into pieces, uh, and that white mystic energy just bursts around him. Uh, it's going to take an additional 18 force damage, oh my God. as well as 4 necrotic damage. Alright, I can't resist any of that damage, so go ahead and add it up and give me the total, please. Alright, uh, 26 plus 18 is 34, 40, 48 damage. All right, I've got it. Oh, uh, the Baylor quickly goes to one knee and then pops back up. Oh, that didn't hurt. Uh, as soon as he goes down, I'm going to make a second attack and just try to just hit him with the quick of the knee. Oh, you hit him wise down, you man. 17. Just misses. I, sh I sharpshooter and it didn't pay off, but that's my turn. <laughs> All right, was that Kalen? Who just went there? Was that Silas or Kalen? That was me. That was Silas. So it is right. Kalen now. Kalen, you're up. I gotta learn your guys' voices and tokens. I can't tell you apart. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I changed my nickname in uh, Discord, if that helps at all. That will help you me. Like Thank you.
Yeah, but you just saw your friend tear a hole into the side of this Baylor. Yeah. Stay down after seeing him fall to his knees, so I'm to make a constitution <laughs> saving throw as I cast Sapping Sting. Ooh. So plus four on the con, plus six. That's a 25. This guy's rolling high tonight. I like it. That passes. That have damage? Nope, that's nothing. Nice. Damn. I know how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you guys. Uh, is that uh, the, is that the end of your turn, sir? Movement bonus action. This Baylor, on his knees, looks up at you guys, tears streaming out of his face. Overwrought with emotion, he turns and addresses you all. Why you hurt me? Why you hurt me, ponies? You are bad. I hate you. And you see him overcome in a black shroud of necrotic energy, and he disappears. Damn. Is he casting a spell? Yes. He's casting teleport. Uh, I would like to counter spell. Oh, you monster. <laughs> there it is. Uh, I don't know what level teleport is, so I'll just do a fifth level counter spell. <laughs> I don't know how that works because it is uh, one of his abilities, but it would make sense to me that you would be able to like lock him down. Like, no, where are you going, bud? Teleport, I believe, is seventh level. It's it's a big one. So you'd have to Take make a, um, like a man, DC guy. DC twelve. Actually, no, would it be? It'd be a DC seventeen, I think. Yeah, it's ten plus the spell's level. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, seventh level conjuration. All right, let's see if I can roll this. Uh, it's him, I think. Oh, he rolls it. Yeah, my yeah. mistake. Yeah. There's an ability check with your spellcasting modifier. Okay. Plus my spellcasting modifier. Yeah. You're a wizard, I think, so just an intelligence check. Yo, wizard Harry. Mostly wizard, yeah. Well, my cat... So it's my... Okay, ability yeah, yeah. check. Wait, it's written. Ability check with your spellcasting modifier. It's it's weird. It's not like a saving throw. It's just a... fifteen. So that saves. Kind of spell doesn't. Stop him. Well, I think I have to. Do I have to beat seventeen or do I? You have to beat. You have to beat yeah, 17? so it doesn't I stop. It was Twelve. Yeah, that was my bad. Um, I thought because he was up to asking and lowered it. That's not how the spell works. So it's ten plus seventh level, so seventeen. Yeah. So it, the counter spell doesn't work. Nice. Yes, he flees. Question for you: Would you rule that two people could try to counter spell the same effect? Just theoretically. <laughs> do you have a reaction? I do. I'll let you cast a counter spell. All right, fifth level counter spell coming up. That's a charisma check. 50% chance this makes it. Ah. 
Nope, no. Matt won. Matt won. Love that for me. Really, this is my character right here. <laughs> it's like Neo in the Matrix. He's able to see through your counter spells and weave by your magic. You tried to trap him. He narrowly makes it outside. 120 feet away where you see him push off the ground and fly into the air at his full 80 feet of flying speed. Uh, oh, let's see. And then he's going to dash for 160, making it 280 feet that he just bailed away from you guys. And he, after moving 280 feet, looks over his shoulder and you still see in his eyes terror. Well placed. Whose turn is it? You guys are out of the initiative order. There are, there's no one in front of you so far right now. All right, he's 280 feet away. Do we still have line of sight? Can you hit him from that far? Longbow has a long range of 600 feet. Oh I my have the sharpshooter feet, so yes. I'll say you have line of sight. You can just see him through the different gouges and gashes in the side of the wrecked flying ship. Right. He's like a tiny dot in everyone's visions. Um... But Silas is going to knock a single arrow. Close one eye, get down on a knee, draw it all the way back. He's really, he's taking a sweet time intentionally. He's making a show out of this. Raise it up, <laughs> lead, lead the arrow a bit. Oh, bad. <laughs> 27. Plus shot. Plus four, I think. Yeah, plus four necrotic, so 31 with that. That uh, He's still up. So you cut into one of his wings, and he drops about 30, 50 feet, but he's still in the air, still making it away. Right. Aiming for the other wing. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> 34. <laughs> yeah, that hits. No escape. Uh, 32 damage. <laughs> He's just going to get away, so he dips another hundred feet. He's still alive? touching the ground. Yeah, he's still alive, still flying. I'm smiting him. Oh, my God. <laughs> the arrow collides with his wing and just explodes like the other one did. Another 30 force damage. Thirty force damage? Yeah. So you guys, I have a total of 252 damage of, on this Baylor, and he has 262 health. God damn it. I tried. I tried. But in his free fall, falling from the sky, as you cut out both of his wings, he picked up so much momentum falling out of the sky, he's going to hit the ground, bursting into a pile of lava, doing a couple somersaults and then slowly submerging down beneath the levels of the lava. You kill him, knocking him straight out of the sky. That was in character. He left it a whoop. <laughs> the rest of your friends, go try running. You guys are now out of the initiative order. Uh, you find yourself in this wrecked flying fortress. Uh, still, 
have not discovered where exactly these uh, adamantium rods are exact. Well, precisely, but they're gonna be around here somewhere. Uh, how many uh, full skeletons can I collect from the snail bodies? Weird question. <laughs> So you go over to the snails, and you see, like, they're just sticky piles of goo at this point. And you do pick through, like, some of the, some of the like, bone structures they've piled up onto their back for protection. I'll say, um, well, how many are you trying to get? There, there's quite a few available, as there were five bone whelks here. Uh, let's see. I would prefer eight, since that's any more than that, and uh, it doesn't matter. But yeah, you take about 10, 20 minutes. Uh, go and pick through the bones. Find the ones that you really are fancying. But yeah, you find eight. Okay, I am going to tap my wa- my rod of absorption on the ground, using up the some of the levels that it started with, and casting uh, animate dead. You got eight animated dead. I got eight skellymen. And I'll say, uh, I feel much more comfortable with my my boys around me. Rolling deep now. Hell yeah. Uh, right, right then. Uh, would you all mind if I? <laughs> Took a moment, I took some damage in that one. Uh, yeah, I, I could use a moment. Uh, Likewise. Could have my... Uh, skeletons... Move throughout the facility. Okay. Oh, uh, we rest. Alright, where do you send up? You, you can essentially see that there are two floors that are still intact while this ship is pretty massive and it rises up vertically a couple hundred feet into the sky above you it's tilted and most of the ship has been destroyed like parts of the uh, ship are just hollowed out where some giant demon ripped into it and tore out like a quarter of it so there's this floor down at the bottom that is still structurally sound and then you see uh, call it uh, 120 feet above you there is one more floor that still seems to be somewhat intact. The upstairs. I guess I'll just, for now, if we're taking the rest, I'll just have them explore this floor. Is that what we're... I'll look to the party and say, is that what we're planning on doing? Taking a little short nap? Or not nap, uh, a breather? That would be that would be nice. Yes. Um, you walk, look over, and Silas kind of pulling some of his arrows out of the car- snail carcasses. All right, then go ahead and tell me. Um, I believe Silas is the one uh, exploring with skellies. In time, I believe. Yeah, I thought we. We're taking a short rest. All right, go ahead and yep. roll up some uh, hit points uh, for the short rest. 
And then I'll need to know where the skellies are going to explore. Alrighty. Just one second here. That's good enough. And while we rest, I'll use um, what is it? arcane? Yes, yeah, so I'll arcane recovery to get my spell slots back. Uh, spell slot back. Likewise. Um, I'll send, so I have eight, so I'll send, I guess I'll send four up this way to the left, and I'll send four over to the right over here. All right. And if they run into any monsters, I'll, they have the command to run away and come back. Understood. Go ahead and do the ones on the left. Want me to roll anything for them? Or? I'll say the ones on the left mill about in that room over there. Nothing happens to them. Also, the skellies walk into the room on the right, amble around in there amongst the broken machinery, and then wander on back out, encountering no enemies. Okay, I'll have them. Just come back, stand post on me. I'll turn to the party as we're resting and say it. Seems this uh, ship is pretty well uh, safe for the moment. My boys here didn't find anything. At least anything threatening. Hey. Are they a perceptive bunch? Uh, no, not not quite. But uh, I'm sure if there's any if there's anything quite as big as that a uh, demon we fought, they they could have noticed something of that caliber. Fair enough. Looking around the ship, you do see a massive hatch directly behind you in the wall. It's about 10 feet in diameter. Almost looks like a diameter. Diameter. Almost looks like a vault door etched into the metal wall of this flying machine. Also, you find a, 
a beautiful iron wrought spiral staircase leading upwards. Fancy door. Big fancy door. Yes. I know we could probably still personally explore this level. Um, maybe there's some valuables, something obviously my my skeletons could not uh, notice before we before we head upstairs. What's my concern? Uh, I'll take this corner and he kind of walks up to this little alcove area. Looking around the corner, you see about 10 or 20 pipes, pretty large of all diameters, going through the bottom of the floor up into the ceiling across the walls. It's very submarine-like, where you see all these, like, steampunk valves and levers. Interesting. One of the tubes has There's a no way I would gash in it. There's no way I would know what any of the levers do, or do I have an understanding of machinery? Do I know what steampunk is? It's more like soul punk, because you're shunting these souls through this machinery to power the war. Very similar to the American way. Oh, sorry, I'm not supposed to do that. Um, <laughs> too soon, too soon, too soon. <laughs> you're good. Don't stop, stop, they'll shut, stop. They'll shut us down, man. They'll shut us down. They're listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay. Give me an intelligence or an arcane roll to see if you can um, perceive what these things are used for. I'll take the other side as you. Well, look like soul tubes. It's um maybe they uh, burn the souls up and then they uh, it makes the thing go. Understandable. I shall also be taking a look around over here. In the left side of the ship. Let me know if you guys go over here and start tapping on anything or brushing against anything. There are these large floor-to-ceiling tubes that wind like a maze across all the walls. Let me know um, if you want to take a closer look. You said there were like you. levers on the wall by the tubes? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of them. It's very... Um, it looks almost like a spaceship. It's got like all these knobs and levers. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I'm just See? gonna do a quick walk around and with my 24 passive, just kind of see if there's anything. Okay. 24 passive is really, really high. <laughs> <laughs> You look in the High room. High level characters. <laughs> you look in the room to your right, and you see uh, sparks raining down from torn holes in the ceiling, falling onto a pair of rectangular machines that have been torn from the wall. The machines now stand in the middle of the room. There are loose wires sticking out like bad hairdos. I'll accept an Arcana roll to uh, determine what these machines do. You also look into the back of that room, and you see a closed door. Thirty-one. 
<laughs> okay. Cool. Yep. So you would immediately recognize these as um, communication machines between the devils and the um, the higher ranking devils, like the archdukes, and how they communicate with their um, their minions. The larger machine is used to scramble telepathic communications for a one mile radius around the fortress. The smaller machine could send telepathic transmissions to all devils within one mile of the fortress. Mm-hmm. But they seem to be destroyed. Destroyed as fuck. Rolls like that, though, I believe in your ability to repair it. <laughs> I mean, both rolled. There was a nat 20 and a 1. Real disparity there. Um, Amazing. I think Silas, assuming this thing is non-functional, um, he's going to start fiddling with the levers, see if he can get a response. You hear the metal ring out and a hollow sound throughout the ship, and then... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten sturges pour out of the broken hole in the tubing, pouring into the room. Nice. That's exactly what I wanted to happen. (laughs) All right, let's get some initiative, please. Wow. Big money this time around. Big money. Yeah, from last to first. Alright, this is where I die. I'll fall in the next one. (laughs) I don't know if we outnumber them. Everyone thinks they outnumber Sturges. I mean, I got eight skeletons. Oh shit, that's right. You guys are the back. <laughs> I've got a small task force with me. I mean, I have the um the Horn of Valhalla, so that might help. I have a friend. He's just not here right now. <laughs> I have friends. You don't even know, man. I have friends, all right? <laughs> you got to go to school, okay? <laughs> you wouldn't know her, all right? But she's pretty. <laughs> He lives in Canada, all right? Leave me alone. <laughs> yes, the Canadian girlfriend, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. That was actually, like, a pretty common thing back when the internet first started. I mean, like, people were calling <laughs> Craigslist, man. I'm telling you. I mean, it was always a 40-year-old man, but it still was pretty common. Yep, still is. <laughs> mm. 
All right, uh, Kaylin, you're up. I'm a big roller. Nat 20. Go ahead, man. I think that was an 18 plus 2. But... Oh. Um, where are they on the map? Like the left of me here? I didn't put yeah, the tokens right. on. I'm sorry. So they're right there, I'm assuming. That was just what I was going to Sure. Oh boy, this is exactly where I want to be. <laughs> Those definitely aren't fish. Um, <laughs> two, four, six, eight, ten. Pokey. Well, this first one is going to go ahead and take a hit on um, You will do so with disadvantage. I didn't mention it earlier because I forgot, but I do have the um, cloak of displacement on. Okay. Well, feeling 11 is not going to hit. Not. Alright, Kalen, you're up. There's my skilling men. Ah! Skeletor! <laughs> I have you now, beast man! <laughs> <laughs> Seeing all these creatures suddenly come out of the tubing after Silas pulls a random lever, I'm just gonna let out a soft sigh as I hold up my sphere, kind of swirl my hand around and wide circles as flames start to flick around my fingers and casting Scorching Ray at 6th level. Jesus! Ooh. Six rays of fire and targeting six different of the creatures. Understood. Phylus looks over, sees six balls of fire hurling at him Me. from what he thought was his friend. It hits the deck. <laughs> this ray of fire just hit uh, is that like um, arcade missiles uh, scorching yeah. rays attack rolls yeah. gotcha AC's 14 damn roll low man oh wait plus 11 yeah. all, all but the one hit so five of them hit oh god <laughs> What's the damage on that? These guys may not have that much health. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say just immediately, um, five of them <laughs> turned into ash. As a bonus, I manifest mind a bit small. Spectral form of just floating text appears within 20 feet of me. That's pretty. What does that do? It, it's uh, nothing right now upon initial to It's a long effect. All right. 
when that happens, that'll happen. Let's go to the second Sturgis, and then um, and you're up trash after that. A three, a three. All right, that's gonna be. I can deal with a three. <laughs> Damn. Oh, you're uh, you're up, man. You're up, trash. Yeah. The sturge kind of flies at me, kind of just like bat it out of the air with the the butt of my bow. Um, he's gonna take a step back and put both hands kind of on the guard of his bow and close his eyes, and he watches from like where his hands are pressed together. Um, this emanating cone chilly uh, bluish air shoots out um, every all of those surges I think need to make a constitution saving throw I think the 20 will save the 18 will save and then these guys have a plus zero to con But if I'm the having this not save, just the twenty does. Oh, okay. Uh, is this uh, half damage eight, or no damage? Eight. It's half damage. Okay, yeah. Uh, that's gonna kill the rest of the Sturges. Yeah. Thirty-six or eighteen. So, big blast of just cold air emanates out from his hands, and the Sturges that die just solidify and just ice statues fall to the ground and shatter. Tink, tink, tink. <laughs> They break around your feet, and it's almost pretty as the uh, red hue emanates and casts rainbows across the wall through the frozen blood of the Sturges. You all are out of the initiative order. Once again. Learned. Lesson learned. I think it's it, wise not to pull random levers. Yes, I, I realize that. Thank you. Quit touching stuff over there. I'm going to turn around and explore this room and start touching stuff. <laughs> I'm going to go touch the door. I'm going to go touch the door. The giant 10-foot vault door? Yeah. Where's the door? <laughs> you touch the door, and it's big. It's massive. And as you touch it, right. nothing happens. Awesome. But he's only large, by the way. Was that Do you ever have concentration? Is he... Uh, Did you ever drop concentration? Is he still enlarged? Okay, then. Oh, right, right. I forgot about that. It's only for a minute. Yep, correct. I forgot we took a short rest. That's my bad. Is there anything in the this room or this room of any significance? All right, one second here. Let me do something. So, um, which character is touching that big old door? That'd be Quincy the Foxman. Quincy Foxman, you touch this giant door and you feel it hum with energy, a slight ticking tick, 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 coming from this giant shaft that runs throughout this ship. You think that this is probably where the souls from the River of Sticks are sucked up through a massive tube to power this infernal war machine. And as you put your hands on it, you feel the sadness and the torment of those souls that were ripped into pieces. And that's where we're going to take a five-minute break. 
All right, so we take five, everyone. We're gonna come back and do the second hour. Uh, yeah. Sounds good. Thank I got some water. Same. And then I'll I'll explain what are in those rooms there. And I'm back.
Alright, everyone back? Hi, oh, I'm back. I'm back. No, wait. No, I'm not. I'm absent still. Okay. I'm back. We can change that. We can change that live on stream. I'm back. Two out of three? I think everyone's here. Well, I only heard three I'm people. Here. Everyone unmuted themselves, so I would assume. Alright, alright. Thank you. I'm, I'm just trying to... I was just looking at all my stuff, and I've been using my sword wrong. It's if I get a 20 on the roll, does it does extra 14 damage. Oh, you don't roll an extra oh, just 20. On the yeah, I gotcha. And then you re-roll after that if you get a nat 20. If you get another nat 20, you just lop off one of their limbs. Oh my gosh. Sword of sharpness is fun. We're gonna just go ballistic when that happens. Dude, three nat 20s in a row? <laughs> All right, Quincy, over to uh, the area behind you. You walk in here with your squad of uh, skellies. Skelly squad? Yep. All of them all lined up behind me, nice orderly fashion. Got your back. Uh, crouched on a pile of humanoid bones in the far lowest corner of the room is a hunched knoll that looks underfed. It gnaws on a bone while cackling maniacally to itself. Near its nest is another iron door. Kind of leads into this room back here. Lying on the floor near you are a pair of glass bell-shaped horns attached to some loose wires. They look like they were removed from a pair of tall, slender metal machines standing against the wall opposite you. Hmm. I guess I'll approach the knoll and reach a hand out to touch him. Well, <laughs> no touch. Why you touch? Me no understand who you are. What the... Oh, you'll have to have friends. Look at friends. I do have friends. Um, Your friends look there, well. Your friends are skinny. Is there a door to this room I could close? The room you're in currently? Yes. Yeah. Alright. Um, so I'm going to have a skeleton close the door. And... I'm, for however long I can have, I'm going to torture this knoll. Christ. Wait, why? What? Why are you looking <laughs> all that way? Oh, oh, stay back! Ah! <laughs> and you guys hear some muffling screams coming from across the side of the ship. I'm sure it's nothing to worry about. Yeah, I'll leave like one skeleton out in the hallway that just has like his arms folded and looking at the party <laughs> and he just like shakes his head. No. Scaly Bouncer? Yeah. Alright. Oh, well, he's doing that. Did we ever get that door open, or was he not able to get it open? Uh, where's your door? Oh, uh, you're gonna open it. Uh, well, Quincy said he was. I didn't know. Yeah. Was he going yeah, to open it? Or? I'm gonna open the door. Yeah. So you brace yourself. Really have to get a good position in using both your hands and all your strength. You lift up on the door. 
and you expose this massive tube, probably about 10, 20 uh, yards in diameter, enormous, that goes through the entire length of the ship from floor to ceiling, um, not floor to ceiling, all the way from the uh, most bottom part of the ship up to the command deck above you. It's vertical? It's vertical. It goes down. Um, it's meant to suck up souls from the river Styx and beat it into the engines of the machine. Well, I think I'll shout and alert the party what I found to direct to the command area. Here, tube up. You did pass the stairway, a spiral staircase leading up to the command deck. However, you do think that this would also afford you an avenue up to the command deck. However, there's probably going to be a similar giant vault door that if it's not unlocked, uh, might be difficult to get through. You also hear it that you heard from before getting louder. I think I'll shut the vault door. Maybe we should uh, wait for our friend to be done doing whatever she's doing in there. It hurts! Oh, stop! It hurts us! No! <laughs> and as you go, the door squeals in protest, the rust making it difficult to move. One long, slender... Not a tentacle. What do you call those? Tendril? No, uh, it's like an Pod. insect leg. Feeler? Antenna. It's like a feeler, but it's just chitinous armor. Pokes its leg through the door, and you try and close it, but the strength is immense, and it overwhelms you. The door is pushed open, and before you, crawling out of this horrible tube, is a massive, hundred-foot-long centipede. Jesus Christ. Mm. That's big. That's big. That's large. Didn't get the chance to say, but I was coming over to investigate what the Quincy was talking about. And I see giant bug. Big ass bug, look out! Let's see some initiative, please. One. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah. Guess I got really caught off guard by that bug. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there you are. I missed you, Clementine. Yep, uh, 11. All right, Quincy, you're at the top. Obviously, I'm, I'm going to probably rage. Scared me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Bro. Don't scare me like that. <laughs> and for this rage, I think I will choose the claws. The beast claws, yes. And a fun thing about the Beast Claws is, for every attack I make, I get to make two for each act attack action. So... Or as long as you hit with the claws, yeah. Yeah. 
So this guy's AC. AC is 7 2 up. Yeah, you wouldn't know that. Um, 27, 20, 26, 21 all hit. Awesome. And I'm going to um, use my. Um, what's it called? I'm going to use my Infectious Fury on it. Gotta make a wisdom saving throw of 17 or take 2d12 psychic damage. Nice. One! One <laughs> 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 of my high rolls, man. What the nice. hell happened? Gotta take 19 psychic damage. Uh, oh, it hurts us. Alright, so this is slashing here. I have no resistance to that. I believe, did you catch all the the slashing attacks? Oh, there's the 11 slashing I was missing. Okay. Thirty-seven plus nineteen. Fifty-six. All right, I've got it. Damn. That that hurt me a lot. Ow. Yeah, this and is giant. My turn. Understood. The giant uh, centipede monster uh, is very surprised <laughs> as it tries to get out of the uh, the channel to attack you guys. Clementine, you're up. Alrighty. Um, I guess I'll I'll have one of the eight skeletons watch the knoll as I I'll put him back in his corner. And then, just my move speed, 25. So I'll come to here. Using bonus action to command the skeletons, I'll have the seven remaining. I'll fire uh, the crossbows at the shortbows at the centipede. So I'm just going to do... is five six seven so they have a plus four so i'm assuming only the 19s hit correct okay 16s just miss so that is Twelve. It's eighteen piercing damage from the skeletons. All right, I got it. And then I am going to use Toll the Dead on the worm, so he needs to make a Wisdom saving throw of twenty. Quincy, please take twelve necrotic damage as you uh, hit. This uh, giant centipede, it is uh, got a really dark aura around it, and you watch as the necrotic energies as you touch it leak into you. I think I'm supposed to roll damage each time you hit it, but I was slow, so we're just going to do it once. The Let's wisdom go. saving throw is another one. All right, so he takes 15 
uh, necrotic damage. All right, I got it. And that's my turn. Silas. Uh, is this this is a door that opens? Yes, right here. Yes. Okay. And he's gonna run over to it. Arrow drawn. Just kick the door open. Oh, that's badass. That's some SWAT team Let shit loose. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let loose two arrows that kind of whiz right past your head, Quincy. Uh, I've learned my lesson. 18 That one, but it's still an 18. Perfect. Wow. <laughs> uh, so 23 piercing damage. Um, and then we'll, you know what, we'll sharpshooter. I, will, I, I don't think I'll roll a one again. Yep. 28. Um, so that's 39 more piercing damage. Jesus. <laughs> Whew, that's spicy. Now you understand why I take the gamble with sharpshooter every time. Ugh, man, that is Campbell I want to roll eye on. 39 plus 12. Is that 51? Uh, total damage that round would have been 62, I think. Ooh, 23, it hurts. 23 and 39. Yep, then I did All my right. math correctly. And then just take a couple steps back. Badass entrance, but timid exit. <laughs> Shoot a couple laser bolts at him and then back out slowly. Like it. Kalen. Saiyan's giant bug. And uh, all seem to be kind of knowing what they're doing. I'm not one for the engaging myself, so I'm just going to uh, cast haste on Quincy. Thank you. So you now have plus two to your AC, advantage on deck saving throws, and you get an additional action. Yes, will be well used. Oh, and I don't know if it matters, but the eight of or sixteen of last round orange damage would have been necrotic, not piercing. I don't know if that is resistance or. Hold on, all that sixty-two damage was necrotic. Uh, no, just sixteen of it. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so, so it would the, have been 46 regular piercing damage and then 8, I think, because it has resistance. I think, because of how you reacted. So you send the necrotic energy into it and it has no effect. Okay. Yeah, then just the 46 damage. Immune to necrotic and uh, cold damage, as per the adventure module. Understandable. Yeah, I just remember because you said it was trying about necrotic energy, so I figured there was something like that going on. Exactly. No the matter. book delineates, it designates this uh, creature as a Remoraz, but to swap the immunities of fire with necrotic. I like that. Anyway, yeah. right. unimportant. And then, death rider, wall. It's my turn. You're up. Uh, Who's that? I can go back to Clementine, I think. Oh, was that Kalen's turn? I'm sorry, I ain't got your, uh, ain't got your voices yet. If that is the, if all four players have taken their turns, then it will be the Remoraz's turn. 
He looks down at you, Quincy, opening his mandibles, and he strikes out at you. And the other one is the third one in a row. <laughs> Quincy, you're up. Nice. I don't even bother with these tokens. You guys just slaughter them. <laughs> It would be six attacks now, wouldn't it? Wow. Them out. The 16 misses, but everything else hits. A crit? That worker. Although, technically... Does it specify once on each of your turns, so just five attacks? Oh, five attacks, yeah. Wait. I don't mean to be like worth lawyering, but just reading it over. Wait, so it don't wait. One on each of your turns when you attack with the club, you can attack action. Since you're attacking twice. Oh, I've been reading it wrong. It only applies to attack one, I think. You still get five right. attacks, but you don't get the extra one, I think. It's obviously it's up to to you. Oh, I've been reading them wrong. I'm sorry. New characters, no problem. I'll go ahead and take the first four. Dan wait, yeah, wait. Five. It's still five. Yeah. So it's, you isn't it two attacks? We'll, we'll just say the last one. He gets, he gets two attacks per two attacks per attack action. Once yeah, so he takes attack action, he can get extra attacks. He's yeah, so he gets action twice. So it's three for one, two for the other one. Yeah, he gets he gets a bonus. And then with haste, he gets another. Since so he's using the attack action again through haste, doesn't he get it? He's hasted another right claw. Right. Yeah. yeah, he gets two. He gets two attacks per attack action. Yeah, the claws give those, him. On one of those, he gets an extra one because it's once per turn. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, it's once per turn. oh I'm sorry. It's five attacks total. Sorry. No problem. Thanks for helping us figure it out, guys. I love new characters. It's yeah, yeah. direction. I doubt they have in mind when they design this ability. <laughs> Correct. It is the newest uh, subclass for Barbarian, so... Yeah. I've, I've never played Barbarian before, either. This one That'll just looked it. like the most interesting. Yeah. Ah, wow, magic's pretty good, too. That is a fun one. I, I want to play a wild magic barbarian who thinks she's a wizard. <laughs> not important. <laughs> I hate wizards. I got 65 damage, is that correct? Uh, sure. 17. Alright, well, yeah, that's going to kill him. <laughs> 30. Cool. So, Quincy, as you tear into him with your claws, describe how you eviscerate the centipede. Gonna be going for whatever he assumes the throat is, right under the face, head, mandibles, and just be tearing that out as much as he possibly can. Just digging his way into the thing. As soon as he feels it stop moving, he pulls himself out. And you are digging deep into this thing, and before you know it, you're up to your elbows in its throat, and you feel something, and you grab hold of it and pull. And after a second or two, you cut through, and you are flooded in a wash of necrotic blood. Is dead. 
well, that was quite uh, the show of force, don't you think? As you step out <laughs> from underneath this puddle of necrotic blood, a thin smoke trails up ahead of you as it eats away at your flesh. Please take 44 damage of necrotic. Oh no, I dropped below 100 again. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you guys know, I specifically chose these things to wear you all down, so when the people that are coming to get you are... Alright, I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> I've got a surprise. I've got several surprises, actually. Just wearing you down. Sturgis are actually one of my favorite... Uh, one of my favorite monsters for just wearing people down. However, it wasn't very effective on you guys. When you said Sturges, I thought you said Sturgeons, and I was very confused as why there would be fish there. <laughs> what are these prehistoric fishlings doing out here? There's one good thing about magic users, it's they're good at taking out groups. So, so my friends, I let my friends pick some magic items my guy got. They, they gave me a, a wand of a wand of a magic missile. Mm -hmm. I don't think you can. Actually. Do you have to be able to use magic to use the magic missile wand, or is it just? I don't think so. I think for wands, no. For spells or scrolls, yes. Wands, you don't yeah. have to. I don't think. Yeah. It's an attunement yeah. wand sometimes, but it is not an attunement right wand. Just yeah. Seven charges. About or just one charge at seventh level, so. Uh, Quincy would Quincy's whole body would like lock up for like six seconds and then pass <laughs> just the end effect of haste yeah have a little seizure <laughs> once Quincy kills the thing he'd probably wash its blood off with a rag he keeps in his back pocket as his rage ends you do so. His hair looks a little greasy now because it's just covered in blood. Well, his his normal race is a half drow, so he doesn't have fur. I just left the hair on your head. Oh, the hair on his head? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Looks good. It's like slicked back. Very Italian. Um, Very Italian. Clementine, <laughs> you uh, go back yeah. over that room. Oh no! Don't come back! No, hurt me, please. You see. You. Um, on the far side of that room are double doors leading into another area. Okay, I'm gonna... He was a gnoll, right? Correct, a gnoll. Okay, I'm gonna step up to him. My whole two feet tall <laughs> step up to him. And uh, say, you have anything uh, worth your life? You just see him getting higher and higher pitched. Uh, he's turning red. Alright, I'll just kill him. And I'll, I'll uh, check the double doors. I thought it was going to be like a lighthearted adventure into the first layer of hell and you're executing war, like war prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um well, I made I made my thing on Discord um 
Geneva suggestions, but like I didn't think anyone would take it to heart. <laughs> I'm just playing to my backstory, man. Stepping sure. over the Knoll's corpse, you make your way back into the dark room, which contains a metal console that has been torn free of the wall to your right. Pinned between the console and another wall is a small, desiccated, winged devil that looks like it was crushed to death. In another corner stands a three-foot block of infernal iron, a lock safe with clawed feet and a three-dial mechanism built into its thick door. Each dial bears numerals written in infernal. Well, I can't read infernal. How sturdy does this uh, safe look? Does it look like something I could uh, break open with a spell? Give me an intelligence or an arcana check. On first glance, yep. Uh, and also, uh, considered a uh, reasoned uh, look, a uh, very educated look, uh, you know that this thing is stuck to the floor with sovereign glue, so it can't be moved. It looks airtight, watertight, impervious to damage and thieves' tools. Hmm. Well, not getting into this. Um... You think to yourself, if the adamantium rods were anywhere within the ship, it would probably be in this extremely secure box right here in front of you. Time to pull some shenanigans, I guess. Yeah, so we, we can't move it, we can't damage it. Taking a second I guess look at, at I guess these... at this point I'll call the I'll call the rest of the party over. <laughs> I can't open it myself. So um <laughs> As the rest of the party arrives, uh, you I'll like send a skeleton out for him. <laughs> the rest of you see like <laughs> this rattling skeleton, kind of gesture, give you guys the high sign. Hey, this way. Uh, I can read Infernal. I can also read Infernal. So I'll give it a quick look over. You recognize the. Uh, the symbols on the three-digit combination are numbers one through nine. There are three digit, um, they're like those spinny wheels that you got a, I don't know, like a bike lock that go through like one to nine. I'll and there's three of them in a row. Sigh and say, we don't have time for this. I'm not. is a spell that will automatically I know what knock does <laughs> <laughs> interesting so it's designated in the adventure module you cast knock the first of the three digit combinations the first wheel click switches to six and pops up oh wait Alex doesn't recognize the numbers, so he doesn't say what I'm thinking, but... Can I can I move the other two locks to six and six? You do so? That's exactly what I was thinking. 
You both cleverly realize the combination at the same time, and the box opens, <laughs> revealing the nine adamantium rods, beautiful, almost magical, from space metal that Wolverine himself as a skeleton of. You guys pick him up. Well, I, think he's a, I think he's a friend of yours, Quincy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. How do we want to... We each want to carry two, two, and Just, I'll open three? my bag of holding. I put them all in here. I suppose that would do it. I'm fine with that. You guys, uh, sequester away the adamantium rods. Those are going to be useful. I'm pretty sure we were supposed to get those for a purpose. Nah, I'm sure they'll fetch a pretty penny. <laughs> All right. oh, I suppose we have what we came for. Should we continue on our path or keep looking around here? Hmm. We could always attempt to check the, the upper levels. But with how many things we fought on this one, it might be just as perilous. There's two ways we can go up. We can go up this tunnel here, or we can go up the stairs. We split up in two. We could probably ambush them from one side or the other. Well, if we... You had to pry that door open to get in the tube, right? What if there's a, a door of such... same quality on the upper side? Feeling you might get stuck. And I'd rather have any more of those centipedes out if there are. Well, I heard a clicking before it showed up. Should be pretty, should be easy enough to detect one. How high up was this, the other level again? You guys look up and the ship is torn to hell, but you'd say it's about a hundred feet above you? I could potentially use, so I have a spell that could make things a little safer, though I don't know if, I... if it will really help too much, but I mean, we came down to hell and we're afraid of going up the stairs? Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying we could uh, hedge our bets. This party uh, doesn't go down. That doesn't make any sense. I'm willing to head up the stairs. I'll send a skellyman ahead. Cautiously, you guys make your way up the spiral staircase with a skelly in the lead.
kind of say you guys are back here a little bit, not quite out in the open. You guys, as you reach this uh, floor, precariously perched high up in the sky, the entire roof of this facility has been sheared away. Any sign of uh, any sort of creatures or demons or anything? You hear some some funky music. That was good timing. You hear a bell, somewhat regular, but whatever its function was, you can tell that the mechanical irregularities of it, it's uh, broken somehow, but still operating on some kind of ambient power. Also above you, those giant vultures that you saw from the ground, you see them continue to circle above you, and they are in plain sight. It'll take a stealth roll for you to walk freely in the open and not be detected by them. How far up are the vultures? Maybe we can just kill them out of the sky. Yeah. Doesn't designate how high they are. We'll say that they're about 500 feet up. Actually, 1,000 feet up. I would never go below 1,000 feet. I would feel uncomfortable below 2,000 feet, frankly. If I wasn't on my way to the airport, I was above three, 4,000 feet. All right. All right. I'm, I'm not too worried about them seeing us. It's clear they know we're here if they're circling. If, they, if they're acting like regular vultures, that is. Looking out across oh, the ship, you see that the guard. Oh. Go ahead. All right, no, you stand guard. You're alert. Uh, the the sounds that you hear don't sound like they're approaching. It just seems like the dying gasps of this giant flying fortress. The floors, walls, and ceilings and doors are made of iron that has been twisted, bent, and ruptured in places. The ceiling's about 15 feet high above you. You got like tile ceilings. And the light, the only light, it's very dark in here up in the uh, up in the higher parts, comes pouring in through the rended tears in the wall. The red sky of Avernus is the only light source, and it's dim in here. And as you guys try and walk, the floor is slanted at a 20-degree angle, kind of making you lean. Just as a note, the little text I have it also it puts out a 10 foot bright light radius so as you guys walk along a hum of arcane light shines upon you you guys can make out what's uh what's around you I want to take a try and find the bell and try and figure out what its purpose is You walk over to the center of the room and find this large bell, black, 
The room contains two rusty iron cages in one corner and an iron bell-shaped contraption bolted to the floor in its opposite corner. The bell is nine feet tall and painted black with several dents and dings in it. Every so often, the bell emits a loud clunk. Does it seem to, like attached to anything? Or is it just kind of doing it of its own magical free will? I'll accept an arcana roll to kind of give it a check what its purpose is. Ascertain. 22. It's DC 20. You recognize this to be a, probably a contraption built by Bell himself, the former Archduke of Avernus, the War Master, the Smith. This machine was used to keep the fortress aloft and level with the ground. The noise it makes is the rhythmic malfunction caused by the fact that the fortress is embedded and leaning to one side in the ground. And it's, you said it's nine feet tall? It's a big-ass nine-foot bell of solid black metal. I guess I'm not taking it with me. And as you make your way... Yeah, I guess I'll just shake my head and be like, gosh, such a shame. As you make your way to the middle of the room, the glow of your words, in addition to the holes in the roof, they put the spotlight on you, and you look up just in time to see six, uh, see there are five or six frocks land and begin to attack you. Lovely. Assuming we're our rolling initiative. Roll up some initiative, please. We're back in combat. Six rocks. Um, nice rolls for them. Have to grab some more of that Star Wars combat music. They got a, they got that good brass band. We got Quincy. 
Oh, whoop, no, Trash Man. Trash Man, you're playing Silas, right? Silas, that's right. Quincy. These three rocks are going to swoop down. Two on Clementine. Two on, and then one. Whose token is this? That's mine. Who's mine? Silas. Oh, thank you, Silas. All right. One on Silas, two on Clementine. Then this one's going to start moving over there. Oh, wait, no, it's not his turn. These two will flank you. This first one is not going to have an advantage because he just gets there. How many attacks of rocks have? Multi-attack, two plus six, Beacon Talon. I think the 17 is a 23 hit, Clementine. Uh, no, they got to get an at 20 to hit me. Well, that's not good. That's that's bad. <laughs> that's right. You're 26. Yeah. All right. A one step. Oh, nope. Uh, coming over to Silas. They're free to attack my Skelly, man. Why would the... De yeah, actually, the rest of probably would jump down on the Skelly, man. Yeah, there's eight of them, so they take up, they take up a lot more space than the token indicates, Understood. but... I just put the one for simplicity. I like keeping simple. Silas does a, a uh, six plus 12. 18 hits you. It does not. All right, yeah, the Vrock's just uh, hitting air. Silas, you're at the top. I might be next to this thing. Uh, Silas, in typical fashion. I mean, he's going to chuckle a little bit. He's not super scared. I seem to kind of say to no one in particular. Like shooting pigeons back to my old friend. Uh, take a step back. I will take an opportunity to attack from that. Uh, 11. Oh, nope. 11. Yep, that won't do it. Give us your essence, uh, 21. Yeah, it's a shit out of him. 27 damage. Yep. The yeah, first 19 is piercing. The next eight is necrotic. Uh, and then I think he's going to sharpshooter 15. I think that's going to miss. Nope, 15's his AC. You hit. Perfect. 38 damage. Got to like when that sharpshooter hits, huh? <laughs> Five, uh, 65 damage. Okay, I've got it. Two arrows just thudding this thing's chest. Arrgh! Here, Gaffleen, you must give us your essence into the machine. Quincy! I'm gonna grab my spear that I have. Plus two spear. 
And do we roll with Dex to throw it? I think the spear has um, it's its own plus Throwing to hit. Weapons you can choose to use strength or Dex. Oh, okay. So Thank you. One-handed, yeah. On the one next to Silas. Which one are you attacking? The one next to the one that Silas just attacked. The um, yes, that one. All right, I don't think you would have advantage on that. So a twelve will miss. I think you have automatic advantage turned on. I don't know if you intended to do that. Oh, did I? Oh, how do I do that? How do I undo that? Uh, if you go to your character sheet, um, yes. the little settings button, the little cog next to spells. Uh, you yep, can go to roll queries on the rightmost tab, advantage toggle. It should say, I think it says always roll advantage now. Just change it to advantage oh, toggle. Oh, it does. Yeah. Oh. I did not know that. I used, I yeah. used this for, I don't know, I've no, used it, this it, for it, about like, a year. Defaults to always being advantage just doesn't make any sense to me. That is weird. Um, I've used this for almost a year and never knew that. <laughs> Understandable. It's just tucked away. A lot of the settings are not important. Continue. All right, the Vrock is going to go ahead, uh, swoop down. Attack this skilly man. Yes, we consume all of you. Yes. Maybe not. 13. On the skelly, and then a 11. The 13 hits. It's going to be the beak attack, 2d6 plus 3. Ten damage to the skelly. He's toasted. <laughs> One less skelly million for you, wizard. Nice, no, still up. Oh, oh, okay. He's got uh, 28 hit points. Oh wow! Okay, I yep. Yeah, I thought it was eight. My bad. Um, yeah, just. Yeah, uh, I think they have base eighteen. I'm pretty sure, but since I'm necromancer, they get plus ten. Oh, you dirty death wizard! <laughs> Clementine. Okie doke. Uh, bonus action. All the skeleton are just gonna surround this. Uh, rock that just attacked them on basically all sides and they're gonna try and uh, stab him with their short swords please skip someone who did I skip I got I Silas, Quincy, Kaelin. Clementine I got Kaylin going after Clementine is that wrong? oh did oh Kaylin okay yep you're correct I'm, I'm I read it wrong you're correct Team effort, no worries. Clementine, stabby roll. Oh god, oh god. So they have a plus four. So there's five. The 19 is gonna hit. Six, seven, eight. There's eight. What? What? So, that hurts. So, yeah, so two hit. Damn, dude, sorry on those rolls. That's a lot of ones and twos and threes. <laughs> yeah, that's what. And they're there for cannon fodder, so. 32 damage. No, that's just a hit. Oh, sorry. 
all these 20s I just hit. So, yeah, so they deal four plus. Ah, oh, this is the six. skeleton. I got you. Okay. Yeah, these are the skeletons all attacking. This is making more sense all of a sudden. All right, okay. So they do four plus. They each have plus six, so 12. That's 18 total damage. It's uh, piercing damage from all of them combined. I think these rocks have any resistance to piercing. They got resistance to cold fire, lightning, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical attacks. That yeah, these, be... these, aren't, these are not magical attacks. All right, I got nine damage. Okay. And then basically they're going to be on like, you know, like one here, one here, just completely surrounding him. Oh, getting the shit out so of each other. Yeah. Yeah, so if he tries to move, they basically can all reach up and opportunity <laughs> attack him. Um, yeah, I'm not too worried about them, so I'm going to use my action to... Let me get my spells up here. Um, I think I'd hit my... Most of my stuff is going to hit my... I'm just hit myself. Oh, here we go. I'll use Burning Hands um, this way, 15-foot cone, so I think I'll be able to hit all three of these guys. I'll cast that at third level. So they need to make a dex saving throw of 20. One of them... Succeeds with a 21. Oh, I believe they take half damage if they succeed. With burning half hands, of yeah, I think it's half damage. Yeah, so. Yeah, they'll take uh, 12. 19. That's. Oh, wait, I'm looking at the 30. It's, yeah, it's, it's 23. 23, uh, half of which is 12. And the one that fails will take the full damage of 20 feet. And that Two will be... Two of them be... failed. Only one succeeded, so I got... I'm torn and hurry. All right. And then I'll just, um... Start to chuckle into myself. And then my turn. Rocks are a little unsettled by your hilarity. Okay. Kaylin. Uh... <laughs> Can I go ahead and just pat Silas on the shoulder? Cut out, what did you cast? Haste. Thank you. You feel the cells in your body vibrate. You are hasted, sir. These two rocks are going to take their turns to... in on you guys actually this one's going to try and surround you Clementine and get you down do uh my skeletons get attack of opportunity on this guy as he passes by their space 
These guys are flying in. Now, this is their first uh, arrival, so they're shunting oh, in okay. through different crevices and cracks in the hull. I thought they were already uh, on the map. Okay. Gotta like moving in three dimensions. Why? I live my life in two dimensions. Same, bro. I have a feeling neither of those are going to hit Clementine. Negatory. Nope. <laughs> Silas. Like I said, with a plus six, they literally need a natural 20 to hit me. God, you're rolling low as shit. 15, hit you, Silas. He can just not hit. I back up to these three rocks up here. This one's going to take a swipe at the skellies and another swipe at you, Clementine. One of these days. I think one of those will hit the skellies. Does um, 21 hit the skellies? Oh, yeah. That definitely hits them. 11 misses. Is he going right? net? Uh, 11 does miss. Who's Are they going after the the injured one? Or is it a new one? Probably go after the yeah. injured one. Okay. I'm just keeping track of their life. 2d6, not 3d6. My bad. 11 damage. Oh, uh, piercing. In addition to the previous damage on the one that was damaged already. Okay, doc. He's still up, but just barely. Nope. 19. Almost got you there, Clementine. Almost. Not quite. This one is going to take a step forward. I'm, I'm just too short. And we're on plate now. This is a solid brick of metal. Mm -hmm. A 10 and a 24 on you, Silas. 24 hits. The 10 does not going to be... Actually, um... Nah, you actually go for it. You seem to take it hard. Nope. Uh, yeah, he uh, beaks you for 12 piercing damage. Just in the shoulder, you seem to have grimace. Silas, you're up. Alright, Silas is flowing with adrenaline right now. Uh, she basically just gave him a full adrenaline shot in the back of the shoulder. <laughs> um... So he's going to draw four arrows just in one hand and just rapid fire cannon them off. Um, they're a disadvantage, but I don't think I can physically miss these guys. So the first one's a 29. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the second one's a 21. Uh, I'll just do... Uh, I'll, I'll do one against the one that I already hit first. I'll do only one. Um, so that's... 27 against the one that's already injured. Uh, does he go down or is he still hanging? Still up. He's got right. a lot of uh, health. And the second one. Yep, I'll drop the second one into him as well. Sort of into his throat. Um, so it'll be another you know, 22 damage. Got it. Uh, and I'm assuming he's... So it's 28. Um, so another 23 damage. Same He's one, still good? You? Yep, yep, still yeah. up. So I'm loading into the same one. Oh, okay. Uh, okay then. Uh, then last one. The one you attacked first or second? Are you attacking for a second time? These have all been into the same one, the one that was already oh, injured. Why well, I mistook it. Okay, yeah, you killed that one okay, with the second sorry. attack. <laughs> okay, then yes, the last two attacks would be 
into him, into the second, the, the other one that's next to me, so 22 plus 30 on that one. Or 22 plus 23, so oh 50, God. 40, 45, 45 damage. Oh my God. All right, I've got it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Cracker, this, this guy's got a machine gun. <laughs> Who gave this guy a machine gun? I did. You monster! That's correct. That's correct. He did. <laughs> now I know who to blame. Okay. That was Al Quincy. How? That was a 94 damage round. It's oh. pretty good. Oh, I can deal with that. All right. Yeah, so arrow, dropped. Yeah, your arrow goes through one, painting it to the wall. It dies. The other one just gets cut up. Quincy, you're up, man. I think I'm going to cast Magic Missile with the wand. Just just first level. Pew pew. Is that uh, 22 damage? Nope. I'm, I'm rolling it now. Oh, sorry. Two damage. Took a little. Took a whopping two damage. <laughs> the the Skeksis, I mean, the Varrock laughs, uh, giggles. <laughs> wait, the Skeksis, wait. That's Dark Crystal. Wait a minute. It tickles us, Gelflin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, anything else? Yeah. I'm going to draw my greatsword. That takes an action, right? Yeah. Bonus action, draw a weapon. I'll let you pull the weapon out and, and cast a wand. That seems fine to me. Yeah, perfectly balanced. Um, more I can... 12 misses. Thank God. Finally, someone rolls as oh. low as me. <laughs> hey, imagine not having a plus 17 attack bonus. Oh, it'd be terrible. I can't imagine it. <laughs> so don't... Get used to it. All right, that's the end of my turn. Understood. The rock. That you just tickled with your missiles is going to take a step forward. Silas, if you want to make an opportunity attack, you may. Uh, it's totally a melee attack, right? Oh, yeah, I don't think you can cast a second spell as a reaction. No, I just mean, like, I don't have a melee weapon. Oh. So I can't really, like, shoot him as an opportunity attack, so... I can hit it with my bow if I'm going to do that. Yeah, it's one melee attack against the provoking creature. You could try and punch him. I'll take a swing at him with, like, a bow bash. 16? 16 hits. How much damage does that do? Uh, it's... What's your arm strike damage? Would it be like a quarter staff or something? It's, it's one plus your strength. So, yep, so zero. <laughs> zero damage. <laughs> <laughs> but I hit him. I hit him real good. Give him a crack. It doesn't seem to have much effect. <laughs> More of a shove than anything. But... <laughs> Coming you in gently on... tap him with your bow. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I love tap. 
Love tap, baby. Not very nice. And give him a little pat on the butt. He made a good play. Good game, good game. <laughs> Quincy, a 19 and a 25 coming in on you. Um, hey, those are both going to hit. Both the beak and the talons. Gonna be nine from the beak. And 17 from the talons ripping into your flesh. That's all uh, piercing damage, piercing and slashing damage. Having that as you're still raging. And then that is going to be the end of the Brock's turn. Clementine. Okie doke. I'm seeing how skeletons are only putting out the damage I want them to do. I'll just have them start kind of doing a little jig instead of attacking. <laughs> and then, uh, I am going to use the dead on I guess this fuck next to me here so he needs to make a wisdom saving throw of 20 well so he'll take 20 narcotic damage and with my magic item it lets me cast the cantrip again well He'll take 27 total necrotic damage. <laughs> right, I've got it. it. Yeah, man, those gauntlets are overpowered. It is a uh, very rare item, so. All right, uh, so that is going to be uh, the end of Clementine's turn. Actually, I am going to move to here. I'll take all the opportunity attacks. Three opportunity attacks. Yeah. And I can move through their spaces because I'm a halfling and I can move through spaces of creatures bigger than me. Yeah, so you guys see this blur of a tiny metal figure dashing through and these guys take swings at them but they just hit air. It's like uh, three Agent Smiths trying to touch Neo and they just can't touch him. <laughs> and that's my turn. Caleb. Right. Since talking is a free action, I'm going to call out to Clementine. How much do you care about your skeletons? Not at all. Alright. <laughs> so right in this area, in a 20-foot sphere, I'm casting Gravity Sinkhole. That's a new one for me. So they need to uh, make constitution saves. Looks like the highest con save we got is going to be a 20, 15, 8, and 11. I'm just going to roll once for all of them to make it simple. That's uh, 19 from my skeletons. So the skeletons and the one that got a 20 pass, but everything else takes 5d10 force damage and is pulled in a straight line toward the center of the spear. Mm -hmm. Success they take out. Wow! 34 force damage. 
kicking my frog's asses. So half of that is 17. Correct. Oh, I think that's the end of this one. Alright, so one of my skeleton, the injured skeleton, um, gets pulled to pieces. <laughs> uh, but the rest of them seem uh, up, but definitely not looking too hot. Though they're still doing their little jig. And what you guys see before you is terrifying, if somewhat bizarre. You see these skeletons of rock get stuck in the middle, and their compatriots yanked into them, and they're immediately crushed to death. A little bit of blood spurts out up to the top of the ceiling, covering it red. And as it all coagulates together, it writhes and wiggles in this strange dance. Is that the end of your turn, Caitlin? One of those rocks is still up. A couple of them, but one uh, survived that and its turn. Which of them are dead? Just for reference. What? What type of damage was it? The spell? Okay. Never mind. Keep going. This guy would have been down here. So he's going to go ahead and try and, like, can he get out of the ball? Does he get a save? I think for that spell, it only lasts for Yeah. I think it's just a pull. I don't think it's ongoing effect, if I remember it correctly. Understood. So he lands to the ground with a heavy thud and tries to wash his friend off his back. Take a couple swings at your skeleton friends. Okay, okay. I think that's seven, uh, that 20 will hit. Yep. So one of those hits. 15 damage, double sixes, like that. Uh, he uh, shatters whichever one he chooses to hit. Gonna come back up to these two rocks here on the top. They'll take their uh, swings on Silas and Caleb. Isn't one of them dead? Do oh, I remember that correctly? Yeah. I've got two dead of the six rocks. I've got uh, four still up and heavily damaged. I, th I thought I killed the one that was right underneath me, but. Might have been a miscommunication. That's fine. Don't worry about it. The feeling it's only a matter of time. I'm just trying to bleed you out a little bit more before these guys <laughs> try and fucking run away. Understandable. Uh, they, they've been really bleeding me with not hitting me at all. Oh, I'm gonna brag about it a little bit, my <laughs> <laughs> all right, Coming in on Silas, it's gonna be uh, 18 and a 25. The 18 hits the 20, uh, the 18 does not have the 25 does. It's about to say the other way around, that wouldn't have made sense. But I still would have believed it. Yes, I'm that gullible. 
That is going to be 16 damage to Silas. And then the uh, one I uh, just uh, saw his friends roast alive is going to attack you, Caleb. Ooh. 25 and a 16. Thirteen damage, please. That is going to be the end of their turn. Back to Silas. Right, time to start finishing these things off. I'm still hasted. Uh, actually, did you make a con save or a yeah a concentration check for your? Con save to maintain haste. Is that how that works? Yeah. It's concentration, I think, so. Constitution. It's constitution, yeah. It's 10 or half damage, whichever is higher. Yeah. So, how much damage was it? It was 13. Okay, then yeah, that passes. Perfect. So yes, I'm still hasted. Um, Yeah, just going to send him off. Not sharpshooter because I'm still at disadvantage technically. So a 33. Yeah, yeah, those, those, yep, that's gonna hit. 23 damage still up. The one directly in front of you. Um, the one that's like below me on the map, to the, to the south of me. Gotcha. Still up. Um, guys can just like click and hold to do a little. Yeah, 19. 23 damage. That'll kill him. Perfect. It's just loads off two arrows and then kind of spins in the opposite direction, spins toward his right, just because the full like 270 degree spin. Spur flourish. And um this is the other one. Uh 25. Six damage. Uh 20 hits. 25 damage, so um 51 damage total. Yikes. Yeah, you see him, like, double over, hands on his belly where you shoot him. That hurt the hell out of him. Half his HP in one turn. Oh, God. These things just don't die, huh? Low AC, high health. Quincy. While he's doubled over, I'm going to whack him with the sword twice. <laughs> whack, whack. Both hit. At a boy. That's where I'm gonna end my turn. <laughs> that first. I'm really sword... excited for when I eventually get to use this sword fully. You know? <laughs> it's gonna be insane. Wait, it's... wait a minute, wait. When you attack a creature with this weapon and roll a 20 on the attack roll, that's not a nat 20, right? Or is it just... It Usually when it says roll a 20, it means on the, the oh, dice itself, 20, not, yeah. not the total is yeah. 20, yeah. Just just gotta make sure. Wording can be difficult sometimes. Yeah. As much fun as it would be with a plus 9 to get every 20, <laughs> just uh, just a rolling on that. Uh, we gotta, we can't let that happen. I <laughs> Start up a limb collection. Carry them with them. <laughs> Who needs a leg when Call you've got Quincy all the legs? armed yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a joke I was going. Yep, yeah, yeah, that was it. You need a hand? 
I've got, got a real leg up on the competition. Ah. <laughs> this guy. This guy. <laughs> Where I'm going to end my turn. So the first sword strike, um, sword strike cuts into him deeply, and you see, oh, wait, I can just cut off both of his legs with one more chop. And you do so, and each of his legs fall off of him. He lands in a pile of blood on the ground. How do you want to kill him? Probably just going to flip him over and plunge this great sword directly into his face. Yeah, and he's like, wait, now, now, and then right into his beak to the back of his skull. <laughs> It's the end of that, Varrock. See, um, that was Quincy's turn. Is that all you got, bud? Yeah. Did. So this Varrock over here is going to look over, see his friend just get skewered like a shish kebab, and he's going to be like, Oh, God! He is going to run away. Incurring opportunity attacks from the skellies. Uh, I'm going to hold the opportunity attacks for if this guy runs. You will run on his turn. However, <laughs> he looks over at his friends disappearing and leaping up into the sky from the top of the wrecked flying fortress. He's just like, wait, no, you traitors. He is going to disappear. He is out of there. Just dives straight over the edge. That's <laughs> smart. <laughs> okay. All six skeletons are going to attempt to grapple this remaining rock. Is that an opposed <laughs> strength check? It is indeed. That's a athletic lot of opportunities. Uh, athletic, yeah. So there's all my rolls. They have plus zero, so it's just flat. Oh man, he rolled just a little bit higher on everything. That's amazing. Is that an That's extra incredible. one on the sixth? Oh yeah, you got six. I gotta roll one more time. Yeah. Ooh, big money, big money. Big money, get big money. Down out! <laughs> a 15, he has a plus three. He has 17 on his strength score. God damn it. Ugh. They all reach out, and one of them just barely snags onto him. Yeah, they are crawling over each other in a zombie pile, and the one on the top just manages to grab its ankle. Alrighty, and then for my action, I will simply... I'm gonna kind of... 10, 20... I'm gonna skip around him, kind of staying in his range... Um, and cast, cast all the dead on him. So he needs to make a wisdom save. Plus one, 16. That's a fail. Yep. So I'll skip, I'll skip around him and I'll, I'll reach out and touch him and give a little whistle and he'll take 15 necrotic damage. Got it. And that's my turn. All right, Caleb, you're up. You see this giant pile of zombies lowering this Vrock back into itself as uh, 
Clementine comes up with a few pot shots. Right. Gonna let loose a firebolt. Uh, you get advantage because you're restrained now, technically. Let me double check this how grappling works. And a 20 works. Now 20 is going to hit him. That is 23 fire damage. Still up, just barely. Maybe a little bit. He is looking rough. You guys have torn into him. There's feathers all over the place, and he's slipping on the blood of his friends. All right. I believe that's me. He just can't move from... That's what Grapple yeah, does. Yeah, Grapple is not advantage, not restrained. That's mm -hmm. what the Grapple feed is for. Um, yep. Pylos is going to kind of turn to Kalen. Wink. Um, take his hood, pull it, like, over his eyes. And take a shot without looking. Sharpshooter. 26. 26 hits. 39 um, points of damage. Wait, is this Silas going right now? Is it my, it's not my turn? The Vrock is going to go. He has one more opportunity oh. here before you take my your bad. turn. And completely Ignore all that. No, it's good. Ignore my super, cool, my super cool maneuver. Whatever. I didn't want to do it anyway. Sorry. <laughs> He's got to take his chance. He looks around desperate. Fear in his eyes. This is his last opportunity to leave. He is terrified and he gets low and then arching both wings to the side spreading them their full wingspan he lets out a horrific screech everyone please make a dc oh well nope uh constitution saving throw oh boy con one thing i'm good at it's con saves hmm Ooh, that's not good 14 just makes it. There's all my skeletons that get plus two. <laughs> and of course, here's the important one, the one that's grappling him. Nine. Yes! The one that's grappling him. DC is a 14. So, Trash Man. And the one holding him, the one zombie still clutching him, or stunned. One, two... Cool. Three, four, four. The zombies save, and then Clementine, Jesse. you saved as well. Yeah, I rolled a uh, nineteen. He is gonna try and run away, provoking opportunity did attacks from. Did five. he break the grapple, or did he the did. thing die? He stunned the grappler. Oh, stunned. That's what it was. Okay. Yes. One, two. Yeah. So I'll have. I guess I'll have the four. Skeletons that aren't stunned attack him. And you will have an opportunity attack as well if you'd like to take it. The 20. Nice. Double that up. 
And then the okay. AC is 15. So I think the 18 and the 20 hit. They, yeah, they have plus four. Oh, then the 12 as well. Okay. So... Be one, two, three, doubling one, making it forty-six. And the Vark is desperate. He's beating you with his wings. He's tearing at his talons and claws, trying to wrench away from you all. So it's plus ten, six, twelve, twenty-four. So this is thirty-two points of piercing damage from the skeletons. And in a flurry of feathers, you see as the skeletons tear this frock apart. How do you want to do it? <laughs> They'll just, uh... Standard zombie hoard him. They'll just all start grabbing out at him. And as he falls to the ground, they'll just rip him to shreds on the ground. Yeah, you guys watch as this is Jesus Day of Christ. the Dead right here. It's just a pile on. And it's not a slow death. They're, like, tearing his insides and pulling his intestine out. I'm gonna mutters so far. I'm gonna Silas enjoy mutters, whatever. Go ahead. I'm gonna join the festivities and start <laughs> ripping the rock and, and chuckling. Uh, I'll have the biggest smile on my face and the best description of what it could be. Uh, crazy eyes as I'm ripping into the rock <laughs> as well. Uh, Silas mutters whatever the elven equivalent of Jesus Christ is. Um... <laughs> done and as you guys watch your friend roll in a pile of carnage you feel somewhat at ease no longer in danger somehow <laughs> we feel at ease that was terrifying <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll look up when you ask me if That's... i'm done and i'll kind of try i'll recompose myself a little bit brush some of the blood off like yeah oh, yeah it's i'm Everything's quite alright. Forgot you were here for a second. Terrifying coming from a guy who was elbows deep in a centipede. <laughs> Reassuring. So I'm gonna go get my spear. <laughs> yeah, through that, yeah. You find your spear. It is no problem. Pick it up. Alright, let's take a look to these rooms on the left here. To the left. This little hallway. Is that a search? Going down the hallway, past these tubes, you see that this is um, in about the same location as the tube room below, and it's <laughs> much similar to this space up here on the command deck it's uh equally torn up you can't really tell what the purposes are it just looks like some of the uh routing for the different resources used by the ship continuing on around the corner you start looking into these rooms over here and you find uh like command uh, stations you're they're like uh, different communication stations uh, uh controls for different aspects of the ship All obviously broken, I assume. Torn up. It's just a bundle of ripped out wires. Yeah. 
They're kind of small, too. It looks like the kind of devil that would have been manning this kind of station would be an imp. Something <laughs> uh, low-ranking. Something Clementine-sized. Mm. Clementine-sized Clementine, but a lot less dangerous, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to get that impression, too. Caleb, go investigate this room. Oh, that room. You see some wreckage on the floor. Um, empty barrel, nothing in there. Might as well come over here. Uh, I found something up here in this room, on the floor below, so I might as well check it. In this room, you see jagged gashes in the outer wall that allows you to see the hellish uh, sky of Avernus to the light, and it allows the light to spill into this room. An open hatch in the floor leads down to the lower decks, and a metal console is plugged into the wall. Can I make a check to see if the... the well, first of all, is the console working at all? It's got power. Okay. Can I make a check to see if I could determine what it might do before I start messing with it? I'll accept a Arcana or Intelligence. Well, might as well do Arcana. That's what I'm best at. 27. You see that this is some kind of communication ship for within the Flying Fortress. Kind of like a PA. Uh, it is fucked up, though. It is almost half destroyed. You're surprised it's working, really. Interesting. And there, is there anything uh, beyond these double, double doors? Double double doors? Yep. My my men's with me. All right, congratulations! You guys have fully explored this entire ship. I got nothing else in the module. <laughs> Good to know. What about this very specific section right here? Oh, that section? No, that one. Here, let me get the whole full-page text on that. <laughs> Alright, yeah, I'm pretty satisfied. I, I checked the room both on both floors. I'll come back so to the party. we came for, shall we? Yes, I believe it's... we shall. And as you guys turn to go, you hear something from up above you. Somewhat... Electronic, almost electric. Coming down and landing next to your party is this, I wouldn't say uh, massive, it's pretty large. You'd say it probably fit about 10, 15 uh, people comfortably. An infernal flying machine with a wrecking ball coming off the back and huge gnarly metal teeth meant to crush up and chew up anybody in front and roll them under these awful magnetic electrically arcing wheels. The thing glides through the air, pausing for just a moment, leveling itself directly with you all. And you see over the side as a door opens up, a flame skull. 
Hello, my friends. It is good to see you alive. I have not seen you since you entered Bell's Forge for your assignment of these antimatium rods. Good to see you, friends. Hey, welcome. Hey, Chuka, Claw, get in here. Can you believe these guys? I haven't seen them forever. Hey. And you all see your friend, the Flame Skull Barnabas. Barnabas, old pal. Good to see you as well. Always a pleasure, my friend. Please hop aboard. It's good to see you and get off this disgusting ground. We must take to the skies. Uh, it's always excellent to see this beautiful machine. Well, keep it well graced to make sure it's in peak performance for you all. I know you like to get into this shit sometimes. Else mounts up. Yeah, hop in. Is there a... You know what? I don't... kind of don't feel like keeping... having to use a spell on the skeletons, so I'm just going to leave them behind. They amble for a moment, almost disappointed that they don't get to continue on your adventure, but you all pile into the gnarly Infernal War Machine as it lands in front of you and takes off. Well, as we saw you descend into Bell's Forge, we waited for a few days until Mad Maggie asked a favor of us. They're happy, are all right. The uh, flame skull floats over to the uh, controls, uh, kind of flanked by Chuka and Clump, who are, uh, hey, they, they look like um, grease ravens. Grease ravens? Look, yeah, they're, they're bird said? people. But they're okay. covered in grease. They're, oh, they're, they're black. <laughs> Uh, feathers are very slick. It's like they got an iridescent sheen. Okay. Are they, um... They were Cochrane, or are they, uh... Oh... The other bird race. Are they Kenku or Kenku. Yeah, Kenku. Not the new one. I think uh, Arakaku or the... Wait, I'm fucking that up. The They're both bird people, but... Kenku are the ones that are specifically, specifically like ravens, ravens and they can't, they can't, they can't and talk. They can mimic. That's all they can do. They can mimic, yeah, but... They can't fly. They, they're great at deception. It is important. These creatures aren't necessarily either of those. They don't really know bite by player races. So... Oh, they don't? No. Oh. I mean... Yeah, NPCs don't need to abide by player rules, you know? Yeah. Just every Kenku I've met that's an NPC has been very good at deception. Or I've just <laughs> been very bad at insight. So, Deception's our game. Well, at least you're on our side. This time around. What are these things' names again? My, my name Chuka, his name Clunk. Ah, classic Chunk. Yeah, Chuka and Clunk are these guys' name. Clunk, that's what I said. Alright, I think I'm going to have a chat with our, our Flame Skull companion. What to next, my friend? Well, we have a few options. Yeah, it's, uh... Yo, I got the adamantium rods, right? Yes? Well, I think our instructions from Bell are to return to Elturel and see if we can find what to do with these adamantium rods, and perhaps, maybe, I think they're supposed to work with the uh, solar and city, or uh, whatever that means. 
Any objections? Sounds like uh sounds Maybe. like a plan to me. Maybe rest first. Maybe rest on our way there. Yeah, how yeah. long uh how far away is this place we're heading to? Uh, well, it'll be difficult to find. I've got the map here, but uh, it's, it's tricky, you know? It's, it's things in the wireless, they have a tendency to, well, you try and get there, and it just uh, runs away from you. And uh, as he takes out this uh, map, it kind of floats over next to him. You see that um, it's almost like you're on acid or mushrooms. The map is breathing, and some of the things, uh, markers on the map are moving slowly, so slowly that it almost looks like an illusion. You can't tell if they are or not. Caleb would walk up to it and look at it with intrigue. Hmm. Give me a sanity check, Caleb. <laughs> oh. Uh, wisdom. Uh, what would that be? I'm kidding. I'll I'll willingly fail that sanity check. It won't affect me. Your eyes get a little crazier. <laughs> And as you guys begin to make your way away, <laughs> as you guys make your way away from the wrecked flying fortress, it begins to shrink behind you. Nope, that's not the right story. You guys fly away, and you feel somewhat uneasy for some reason. You should feel safe back on the flying machine that you love so much that Mad Maggie herself, a warlord of Avernus, gifted you. But you feel anger. You feel rage. You all feel the weight of a white-hot hatred. Frantically, you scan and find two figures walking directly towards you all as you leave and rise up into the air from the flying fortress. One is a scarred turtle whose shell is carved with draconic runes, and the other is a beautiful woman with snow-white hair and two broken and jagged horns. Was either of you know those two? Yeah, do we recognize them? So we actually have a wizard, the one as advertised, who that was uh, written for. She may have broken off this dragon's horns quite violently. Mm. <laughs> who knows what they're looking for? Probably not revenge. Noted. But that's where we're going to end it this week, guys. Thanks for playing. Appreciate that. A lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks for running it. Yeah. Great to be here. Fun. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Okay. Yo. Not a nuguing guy, crossing Mudo and Chilmon. I'm a crossing chong double chachimotai, good gentleman. Not a normal go jump right up, get a dab, right? So we saw damage and get some good summer, not a double damage. Not a getting how you feel. Of course, I'm gonna play some Persona music. BTS, my jam, man. Yeah, I figured that's what it was about. 
<laughs> this is on Twitch, right? You. That's gonna be it for tonight, guys. Thanks for playing. I'll see you next time. I see you. Alright, buddy. Alrighty. Night, y'all. Are you looking for a safe and affordable option to put your kids at this summer? Let me introduce Concentration Summer Camp. At Concentration Summer Camp, we give your kids an authentic experience of what the Juden experienced in World War II. See Heil! Hail the Fuhrer! We promise your kids fun activities like digging holes in the forest, taking shoes from prisoners, other industrial chemical processes. Yes, when your child first gets to concentration summer camp, they are stripped of all their possessions and forced into a near inhuman living situation for the entire camp. That's how concentration summer camp saves on the bottom line and we pass that savings on to you. Yes, with our agreements with McDonald's and PepsiCo, we craft some of the much needed consumables for capitalism and we give those savings and profitability out of the CEOs of our company and McDonald's. We get them bonuses big each year. So enroll your children in concentration summer camp this summer today. You know what we say at concentration summer camp, no Jews. Is global warming becoming a problem in your city? Multiple days over 160 degrees Fahrenheit? How about that snowpack? Is it just up above the house getting deeper each year? Outdoor air conditioner. It's what you need to get your outside air temperature back into a normal range. A comfortable range with outside air conditioner. No longer are you going to be subject to the whims of the Earth's planet's climate. You can control the localized climate within the 250 mile radius. Yes, outdoor air conditioner is the new weather machine that everyone is raving about. Tired of that rainstorm on your way back from work? Outdoor air conditioner can clean that up right away with your number one source of weather automation and production. So buy an outdoor air conditioner today. Outdoorairconditioner.com while supplies last.